So I respond right away to family member. And I'm like, yo, you had me tripping for a second because I could have sworn you was out here selling pictures of your feet. And I'm cracking up, right? All the laughing emojis, whatever. So then family member responds. Family member responds and is like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. That was real. No, nah, nah. I'm, I'm definitely selling my feet. Like, I'm definitely selling photos on my feet. I said, excuse me? She said, yeah, I'm selling photos of my feet. Like, I actually make a nice little bag on it. Like, yo, these, these niggas be going crazy over my feet straight up. Mind you, this family member. Now, I'm not going to tell you how they are related to me, but this family member is a grandmother. Now, not saying that grandmothers can't make a little bread off the toes now. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to paint a picture on my surprise. Because like I said, I have not spoken to this family member in quite some time. So I don't really know what they got going on in their lives. Nor am I here to judge what they got going on in their lives. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't shocked. I would be lying if I said I wasn't taken aback by this information. But you know me. I'm a sucker for a good story. So I had follow-up questions, but I didn't ask any follow-up questions because, see, on Snapchat, you don't really get the full vibe. You know, these people have a chance to think. They have a chance to respond like calculated, and they might not even respond at all. So I did not want to waste a good conversation. I did not want to waste my chance to find out more about my family member selling pictures of her toes. This is the Out of Character Podcast. Introducing your host, Brian Colbert. Welcome, world, welcome to another episode of the greatest podcast in the world. Yes, I said it, the Out of Character Podcast, episode 40. That's right, episode 40 of the Out of Character Podcast. I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for joining. Subscribe, like, share, do all of that good stuff. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for returning, family. Thank you for all the love and support. We can't get to 40 episodes without y'all. Now, episode 40 is a particularly special episode because this episode is dedicated to my beautiful mother who just celebrated 60 years of life. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful mother is 60. She doesn't look it. She looks younger than ever. She looks better. Better than ever shout out to my mom she celebrated 60 years and for that 60 years we had to do it big right because my mom is like the cornerstone of the entire family not just my immediate family my father me and my sister she is really the cornerstone of the entire family she keeps everybody together she keeps everybody intact she keeps in contact with everybody she's that like aunt that makes sure she sends gifts to everybody she is one of those so we wanted to make sure we did it big for my mom and because you know the older you get the more life goes on more trials and tribulations happen right and a lot of times as a grandmother as a mother you don't always get celebrated or thanked adequately right i mean as a parent period right you don't always get the adequate thanks for all the things you do because a lot of these things are just expected right so we understand that and my mom i don't think even if we thanked her every hour of every day, I don't think we could thank her enough for what she does for us. So we had to do it huge for her 60th birthday. What a huge milestone it was. So what we did was 
Flew the whole fam out. Flew the whole crew out. My mom has seven brothers and sisters. So that's a ton of siblings and even more cousins, even more distant cousins. We had so much family pull up and then even her friends were able to pull up. So we had the whole family come to San Antonio, Texas. And me being the loving son that I am, I opened up my home. I cleared out everything. We cleaned up and we hosted my mom's birthday here at my house, which was just amazing. But I got to be honest, got to tell y'all, if you do know me, if you have been listening to the show, if you have been following along, you might already know that doing something like that isn't necessarily first nature for me, right? Not necessarily looking out and doing nice things for others, but allowing my home to be filled with people. Whether that's strangers, whether that's family, whether that's loved ones, it does not matter. That kind of thing makes me extremely uncomfortable. Never done it before. Never done anything like that before. And a lot of these family members, I haven't seen since I was a child, since I was a little kid. And now I'm letting all of these people come into my crib and party and get drunk. And my family turns up, right? They don't don't play no games, they turn up. But it was nothing for my mother because I am a huge mama's boy. I love my mother so much. And like I said, I recognize how much she does for others. So it was a small thing for me to allow my home to be open to these crazy Mexicans, right? Man, but they had a blast. Let me tell you guys, I was so happy to be able to see my family all together and turn up. But what we had to do was, because this was a lot, this was a lot of coordinating. And shout out to my sister who pretty much planned the entire thing by herself, paid for a lot of things, did basically everything. See, all I said was, hey, I came up with the idea and I said, hey, let's do it in my house. And she went and ran with it. Shout out to my sister for being an amazing planner. She is definitely her mother's daughter for sure. So my sister plans all this stuff. We get the family in. But we knew in order for it to be super, super special, we had to make it a surprise. We could not tell her what was going on because she stresses, right? She stresses. She worries. And if she knew all these people were coming into town, she probably would have tried to shut it down. Knowing my mom because it's just a little too much for her. But we knew. If it was a surprise, she would be so happy and that she would never see it coming. My mom is one of those people that like always has like a keen sense of intuition. Like she always knows what's going on, right? Like she can always guess or she does a really good job of snooping without you really finding out that she's been snooping. So we had an idea that she was going to know something was up because of course we're her kids, right? We're going to turn up for 60th. We, she knows that. She knows how we give it up, right? She knows that we like to have a lot of fun. So, so I'm sure she had an idea that we were going to do something for her 60th. And throughout the entire year, we've been trying to like get her ready to celebrate it she's just like bah humbug i ain't celebrating it's no big deal no nah, bah, it's just my birthday no big deal blah 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 so she's been making like a whole fuss about us even celebrating it she didn't really want to do much celebrating but we're like you know what F- it. we're gonna have a good ass time we're gonna get the family involved and you are gonna have fun whether you want to or not lady that was the energy we had so like i said we did a surprise all the family comes into town they get the crib all set up all my aunts pull up they have all kind of decor Decorations. They getting the food right. They just getting everything ready, and all I gotta do is just put my hands up and get up out the way. You know, I had to make sure the crib was clean. I had to make sure the dogs had a place to be so they wasn't tripping. And I had to make sure Little Man came into town. Those were the only jobs I had, and I made sure all of that happened. Yes, Little Man came into town because no surprise for grandmothers is complete without their grandchildren. And I know my mother was sick thinking that she was not going to be able to spend her 60th with her grandchild. So, of course, I had to make sure little man pulled up. So, we go to a crib. I go. 
and I make omelets, right? I got my famous omelets. The brother throws down in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? Especially breakfast, you know. I make a crazy omelet. And my fam likes when I throw down a little bit. I honestly think it's just because they don't want to cook. So they're just like, oh, we'll tell Brian to make his omelets. He'll feel good about himself and we also don't have to cook for his hungry ass. Like, I feel like that's kind of how they play it. But it's all good. I don't mind. It's my mom's birthday. Let's turn up. Let's make omelets. So we go there. We're making omelets. My mom, like, you couldn't really tell. Her head's on the swivel, right? She's looking at me. She's looking at my sister. We're trying to have little communication because before I even went to my mom's house, my aunts pulled up at 9 a.m. sharp, right? So they were already at my crib. They're already getting all set up. We even all did a shot together. So we had already started the day, right? So I'm trying to kind of explain this stuff to my sister while my mom's like peeping, you know, through her like windowsill because they're out chilling in the patio. My dad, her, and my sister's husband is out chilling and my mom's just kind of looking at us, right? Like watching, trying to figure out what's going on. So like I said, I knew she knew something was up. But I know for a fact she could have never guessed everything that we were planning for her. So we do these omelets, man. We have a little sips. You know what I'm saying? We drink a few mimosas, you know, because it's like brunch time. We're doing something a little early, you know. And we tell her, hey, moms, listen. Get dolled up. Get fresh. Because I'm going to take you out for a few hours. Now, that is not something that I do ever right me and my mom don't ever just like go out and just go turn up just me and her right she it never happens so i already know she already knows something up with that right because she don't just like throw something on she gets ready she gone for like 30 minutes comes out fly got the dress on got the jewelry on she ready to go like this ain't for me right like my mom ain't getting all clean just to go hang out with her son she get clean because she feel like something happened either a photo's being taken either a video's happening something's going down and she is prepared for like i said my mother is a very very smart woman but i'm not sure she really knows what's up so we get in the car and I'm like, oh, shoot, Director Lex, of course, is there. You know, she always got to be there with me. And I say, hey, Director Lex, yo, where's my wallet? You know, I'm driving at this point. Mom's in the passenger seat, Director Lex in the back. I say, yo, where's my wallet? You got my wallet. Just the lie we made up so that I could say, oh, I have to stop by the house real quick and then we good, right? Because like I said, the party is at my crib. And the way my sister played it was, like like I said, this is a bunch of Mexicans, right? Like I'm half Mexican, my mom's full-blooded Mexican. So they like these things called mariachis, right? I think I'm saying it right, mariachis. And for those of y'all that aren't familiar, because I don't want to assume that y'all know what mariachis are, mariachis are like those like dressed up, little people that like play the guitar and the horn and like if you had a mexican restaurant like a fancy one they're gonna be the ones playing music and like trying to get tips from y'all and like playing at y'all table and stuff like that real aggressive that's a mariachi so my sister knowing that my mom would love something like that was like yo we should have mariachis on your front lawn have the whole fam out there and just be like the mariachi's playing when she pull up, right? No regard for my neighborhood or my neighbors, my white suburban neighborhood. But it's okay. I made sure I talked to them and all that. It's all good. Because it was a great idea. So we make sure the coordinate, the mariachi's out there playing, the fans out there playing. And, you know, I start to pull up. So, like I said, this is all a surprise. Now, my sister, like I said, she's very much my mother's daughter, right? She stresses to like the next level. That's how she operates. Like the higher level of stress she's going through, the higher level of efficiency she's able to like work, right? Like she's super, super efficient when she's super stressed out, right? So she's like, oh, bing, 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 you know, going all crazy. And me, I'm more like the chill and calm one. And like I said, we in the car. So my sister calls me like basically to try to give me like code and like, you know, like a secret message saying like, yo, hey, take your time. They not ready just yet. 
because I knew we had to coordinate the mariachis. We had to make sure the mariachis was there. And surprise, surprise, the mariachis was running late. So we basically had to make sure the mariachis was there before she had got there. So, like, you know, the drive from my mom to my house is not very long. It's like 20 minutes tops. And today just happens to be the day there is no traffic. Like, there's no cars out on site. And, and in Texas, that's, like, so freaking rare that there's no traffic. So we driving, and this 20-minute drive is going, like, 15 minutes. So she calls me and, like I said, tries to give me, like, this secret message on, yo, slow down, take your time. But my sister, as smart and brilliant of a young woman as she is, discretion and secretiveness is just not her forte. It's just not that great. And, like, she was just being extremely obvious, like, with her message. Oh, well, make sure you, you drive careful and take your time and don't speed. Not a conversation me and my sister would ever have. Like, we're not the type to take our times in anything. And so my mom, you know, she's hearing all this stuff happening in my head. I'm like, bro, I know she knows what's going on. And then suddenly my mom looks over to me and says, I think she's trying to tell you to take your time. And as soon as my mom says it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just bad. And I just hang up on my sister because I can't say anything. I can't tell her to shut up. I can't tell her that mom knows what's going on. I can't say anything. And Directed Lex just happens to not have her phone. So there is no form of communicating to my sister. So we're driving, we're driving. I'm like, dang, like I know that's exactly what she's saying. She's saying we got to slow down. I got to kill time. So there's a gas station, a random gas station, bro. Random in the middle of nowhere. There's like nothing else there on the way to my house pull into the gas station now i'm panicking at this point because i don't know what to do i'm not really sure how i'm playing this at this point like i don't really know what to say i just park like far away from the gas station so i gotta make a long walk and i just go inside and i leave my mom and director let's the car i don't say anything i don't explain myself i don't say hey wait one second i am in full panic mode and i'll just get out of the car and i run to the bathroom so now i am sitting in the bathroom stall of this gas station i call my sister up and i apologize yo listen i ain't mean to hang up on you like mom no what's up like you was being that obvious and she's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't know what to do and i'm like listen it's okay i will sit in this bathroom until them damn mariachis get there so I sit, and it probably was like five minutes, maybe three minutes, and then my sister calls me, yo, you can go, the mariachis is there. Boom. So I get back into the car, and my mom just looks at me and smiles. It's like, oh, you had to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, my bad. Now, at this point, she knows something's up, right? Like, I could just tell by the smirk, by her saying that. Like, why would I have to stop and go to the bathroom on the way to my own home? We all know this. We're all adults. But you know what? Forget it. I'm not even explaining myself. We just start driving back to my house. And sure enough, we get to the front of my house and there's all of her family and her grandson holding flowers and the mariachis playing in the background and she freaks out she screams she can't believe it and she runs out and she just starts bawling and let me tell y'all ladies and gentlemen it was a beautiful feeling not just because i opened up my home to all these people and you know it was my crib that really didn't matter it was such a small thing compared to what everybody else did it was such a small thing I was able to do compared to what everybody else did. We had people drive from all different states across the country, fly in, take off of work, really just sit and take the time to be there for my mother. And granted, they outside in Texas, it's like 90 degrees, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter because all of us were just there to see the smile and joy and surprise on my mother's face aunts and cousins and uncles that I have not seen in years, people, years. 
And too often, I'm sure this is like this with a bunch of different families. You know, you only get together for weddings and funerals, right? It seems like the only time you ever can get a bunch of family together. So the fact that all of these people from all different places with all these different things going on came into one spot just for my mom's, it was just the coolest, coolest thing. And it felt so good to just see that type of love. And for a woman that does so much for so many people, does so much for so many people and I can't think of a time I've ever heard her ask anyone for anything she don't ask for no thank yous she don't ask for no get back she is truly just a walking angel among us and because of my mother I'm a better man I have a relationship with God because of my mother I know how to love because of my mother I like to think I'm a, just a better human being because of the way not just the things she taught me, but the way that she carries herself, I've been able to watch and see and say, you know what? I want to do things like that. I want people to love me that much to where they fly all across the country just for me. Just to celebrate me and show me love and tell me thank you. I love you. That kind of stuff doesn't happen for just anybody, right? You've got to make a lot of sacrifices for people. You have to do a lot of things. You have to make a lot of difficult decisions to have that kind of love and support in your life. So shout out to my mama. Shout out to Christine Colbert on your 60th birthday. Thank you so much for what you do for us. Even that big spectacle is not nearly enough of what you deserve. And I hope that we can continue to make you smile. Hope that we continue to make you feel joy. And we ho I hope we can continue to make you feel appreciated. Because that really what that was all about. All that work, all that stress my sister put herself through. Getting up early and doing all that setup that her sisters did. It's only to show you love and tell you thank you for everything you've done for us in this family. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to her. She always listening. She's a big, big, big fan of Out of Character, man. Shout out to the Out of Character family. Shout out to all y'all. This is episode 40. Episode 40 of the greatest podcast in the world, the Out of Character podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC, too, if you're listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We hope you've enjoyed thus far. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for being here, family. We got a lot more to talk about. And I'm going to stick on my family real quick. I'm going to stick on them because, like I said, I had family. I had cousins. I had aunts pull up that I have not seen since I was a little kid. Now, I had this one family member pull up, right? Now, I'm not going to be too specific on this family member. I'm just going to say she was a female, right? This is a woman we're talking about. But I am not going to say how we are related to one another. Just... For discretion purposes, just to not put her business fully on blast. But you know when things happen in my life, ladies and gentlemen, I got to share them with my out-of-character family. You know when wild out-of-character things occur, I have to discuss it. I have to talk about it. And I have to call it out. And let me tell you, I got some wild family members. I got some wild family members. When I say wild, I mean it in the most positive way. I mean it in the most beautiful way because they are all characters in their own right. And I love a good character, right? I love somebody that's going to give me a good story. And let me tell you, this family member gave me a doozy for y'all. And not necessarily something I really knew anything about. So this was something that was not only very entertaining for me, but was very educational for me. And I hope this is educational for any of those that are listening. So, Snapchat, right? 
I just started using Snapchat again. Like, I really actually don't use it. I kind of just watch, like, little stories on it. Because Snapchat be having all of the, like, hot gossip on there, right? You could just watch these little stories and click through. And it talks about all the things going on in news that I don't care to, like, follow regularly. So it's like a good little dose of, like, ignorance that I need, right? So I have Snapchat. And because I just got back on it, like, I'm seeing family members on there that didn't have it necessarily the last time I was using it, which was a while ago, right? So this particular family member is on Snapchat. And I have not seen or really spoken to this family member for as long as I can remember. I might have been like like grade school, like younger, last time I seen this family member. So naturally, when I see they Snapchat, I click on that right away. And it's my family member posting little pics, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like scrolling through because that's what I do. I'm king tap. I'll tap through all y'all stories. Like it's, I'm one of the people that like, I'll look at a story for like 0.1 seconds and I'm just tapping through. But if there's one thing that just catches my attention, something that catches my eye, I will stop, go back and slow down a little bit and like read what's going on, right? So I'm clicking through this family member's story and something catches my attention. It is a photo of feet. Now, the feet didn't catch my attention necessarily, but there was a bunch of other things like captions and writings and things like that that caught my attention. So I stopped and clicked back. I said, oh, wait up, wait up, time out now, time out now. Go back to the foot pic. And it's a photo of this family member's feet. And captioned with the feet is like, Basically like a menu. It's like prices, right? It's like, oh, if you want this for this, you could get this. And it was like something like that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 time out now, family member. Time out now. I know you ain't out here selling feet now. I know you ain't out here out here tricking off your feet. I know that's not what's going down, right? That's the first thing that came to my head. But then the next slide was one of those, like, I don't know if y'all have Instagram or like follow, like especially young ladies on Instagram, but a lot of times like creeps will like take a few pictures from certain ladies' Instagrams and then make fake ones and try to get people to like subscribe to like nasty OnlyFans stuff, but basically just like scam these people with pictures of young ladies, right? And that was the second post. Her post right after the feat was, hey, this is like a fake page. Like, if y'all see this page, report it. So in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, somebody made a fake page and then, like, fake sold Shorty's feet. These probably ain't even these probably ain't even family members' feet. This probably ain't even family's feet, right? So I'm cracking up. I'm laughing. So I respond right away to family member. And I'm like, yo, you had me tripping for a second because I could have sworn you was out here selling pictures of your feet. And I'm cracking up, right? All the laughing emojis, whatever. So then family member responds. Family member responds and is like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, that was real. No, nah, nah. I'm, I'm definitely selling my feet. Like, I'm definitely selling photos on my feet. I said, excuse me? She said, yeah, I'm selling photos of my feet. Like, I actually make a nice little bag on it. Like, yo, these, these niggas be going crazy over my feet straight up. Mind you, this family member... Now, I'm not going to tell you how they are related to me, but this family member is a grandmother. Now, I'm not saying that grandmothers can't make a little bread off the toes now. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to paint a picture on my surprise. Because like I said, I have not spoken to this family member in quite some time. So I don't really know what they got going on in their lives. Nor am I here to judge what they got going on in their lives. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't shocked. I would be lying if I said I wasn't taken aback by this information. But you know me, I'm a sucker for a good story. So I had follow-up questions, but 
I didn't ask any follow-up questions because, see, on Snapchat, you don't really get the full vibe. You know, these people have a chance to think. They have a chance to respond like calculated and... They might not even respond at all. So I did not want to waste a good conversation. I did not want to waste my chance to find out more about my family member selling pictures of her toes. So this is just a few days before my mom's party. So you're like, you know what? I can wait. I know family members going to be in town. And I'm definitely going to find like a way to bring it up. I'm going to find a classy way to bring it up. Like I'm not going to blow up a spot, but I'm definitely going to find a way to bring it up. So mom's birthday comes and family member is one of the first to show up. Family member pulls up, super happy to see me, shows me love. And the first thing I think about when I see family member is, oh my goodness. I can't believe I know that she sells photos of her feet. Like that's the first thing I think. I don't say nothing because that'd just be rude. I haven't seen it forever. But that's the first thing going on in my head, right? And I'm kind of like playing double dutch with the conversation, right? Like I'm trying to figure out my right time to like jump in and ask about her selling pictures of her feet, right? But it's not really a good time because maybe two, three minutes into the conversation, she brings it up right away. Family member brings it up right away and says, oh, <laughs> you thought that was funny about my feet. And then I'm kind of still like, oh man, maybe she's joking, maybe she's pulling my leg. I haven't seen family member forever. Maybe this is her sense of humor. But no, ladies and gentlemen, no. Family members started divulging information about her business. Because this wasn't just something she was doing for shits and giggles, ladies and gentlemen. This was a lucrative business that she had started during the pandemic. She understood that there are a bunch of filthy, nasty mongrels out there that enjoy looking at a woman's feet. They don't want to see nothing else. They don't want to see nothing past the ankle. They just want to see toes and maybe the bottom of these young ladies' feet. There's plenty of men out there like that. And she saw the opening. She said, listen, I don't got to show my face. I don't got to show my name. I don't even got no recognizable tattoos on my feet for you to even know this is me. I'm about to cash out. And ladies and gentlemen, cash out she did. Ladies and gentlemen, cash out she did. She started showing me receipts, transfers, messages. These brothers was giving it up reckless and nasty in her DMs. Off of her toes. Off of her toes, ladies and gentlemen. They have no idea what she looks like. They have no idea anything about her. They don't even know what she sounds like. All they know is she got some delectable toes, in their opinion. Mind you, I didn't really take a good look at the toes. Like me, I, To me, it was almost personal at that point, right? Like, I know that's how you make your money. I ain't going to sit and look, take a gander down there because there's people paying thousands. I ain't going to look too hard. So to, to be completely honest, I don't really know what her feet look like. I imagine they're pretty big because this family member is about my height. And I got a size 13. So I have to imagine Shorty giving up a lot of foot in these photos, right? And that's probably the draw, right? So I got to imagine the bigger the foot, the bigger the draw. The bigger the foot, the bigger the payday. And ladies and gentlemen, these weren't just like $20, $50 transfers. These were thousands of dollars she was getting from gentlemen, from strangers, just to show her feet off. But ladies and gentlemen, I do not tell y'all this to judge her, like I said. I tell y'all this to applaud her for being a genius. I wish I could do something like that. I was asking her all kinds of questions like, hey, how do I get into the feet game? How do I get these size 13s 
Awesome people screen so I can make thousands of dollars too. I don't know if it works like that. I don't know if I have pretty enough fee for it. I really don't know, but I was intrigued. But I was trying not to ask too many questions because like I said, I felt like it was a secret. I felt like people didn't know what was going on. Because I did ask right away, well, what does your significant other think? What does your significant other think about you getting bags from strange men? All for showing your little pickies. And she hit me right away and said, oh, he has no idea. Oh, he has no clue. So when she told me that, I said, oh, oh. So we're going to keep this on the hush-hush. We're going to keep it quiet. That was my understanding of it. My understanding was, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it on the podcast because it might be a little too slippery of a slope. I don't know what other family members listen. I don't know if some of my family members could put the pieces together and figure out whose toes I'm talking about. I have no clue. So I was like, you know what? This is great information, but I'm going to sit around. I'm going to keep it close. But then the party continued. People started drinking. People started turning up. I actually hung around the party a little bit just to see what was going on, to see my family, to see them turn up, to see my mom have a great time, dance with her sisters. It was great. But as the party continued, this story of family members' toes began to circulate. I had family from all over coming up to me. Hey, did you hear about family members' feet? Oh, did you hear that family member be selling her toes? Did you hear that family member got a diamond gold ring on her pinky toe from a strange man because he wanted to make sure her feet were pretty enough for the pictures that he was later going to pay for? All of these stories start coming to me and I start realizing, oh, this isn't much of a secret, is it? Or the family has just gotten so drunk and lit up to this point that they could care less about family members tiny little secret tiny little toe secret regardless of the reasoning these little tiny toe secret was going around i was surely happy because i said you know what now i can share this with my out of character family ladies and gentlemen i didn't know this avenue existed like this and i also didn't know it was so lucrative like i knew people had foot fetishes right i knew people had only fans i knew everyday people do wild things with their only fans like i did know this but I would have never guessed that people just selling pictures of their feet. Ain't no titties in there. Ain't no vagina. Ain't nothing but some toes in there. And let me tell you, family member was cashing out. So ladies and gentlemen, if a few months from now, you see me on the Out of Character podcast and my we looking a little more shiny. I got new glasses. You know what I mean? I'm looking a little more wealthy. Mind your business. Mind your business is what I got to say because, ladies and gentlemen, I just found a new hustle. I just found a new hustle. I can't wait to get these size 13s out there. I can't wait. And I don't got no tattoos on my feet neither. So I could do this all day. And y'all would never know. Y'all would never know that's BC's feet. Y'all would never know that's BC from the Out of Character Podcast feet. But like I said, y'all see me shining, y'all see a new glow about me, mind your business, we over here making money. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 40, episode 40 of the greatest podcast in the world, the Out of Character Podcast. As always, 
I am grateful to be your host. My name is Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We hope you've enjoyed thus far. If you haven't yet, like, comment, share, subscribe. All of that good stuff that the young kids do. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back, family. Appreciate y'all for being here. We appreciate y'all for supporting us for 40 episodes. 40 episodes, what a milestone that is. Again, speaking of milestones, shout out to my mom. She turned 60. Shout out to my family member for getting the bag off the toes. I ain't mad at you. And I don't tell that story to judge. It's like the third or fourth time I'm saying it, but I'm just making it clear. I ain't judging. I envy it. I envy it. But family member, if you're listening right now, I do have a cautionary tale to tell you. Because sometimes when you're doing things behind closed doors and you involve social media, accidents can happen. Accidents can happen, ladies and gentlemen, and you just never know what's going to end up out there for everyone to see. And it's so interesting because, like I said, I recently brought Snapchat back into my life, right? Like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to hear the hot gossip. Like, that's what Snapchat was for me. But let me tell you, I've gotten a lot more salacious activity than I have hot guys. Let me tell you. Because, again, I am on my Snapchat, clicking through stories, just clicking away. And one of my homeboys, now I ain't going to tell his name, because like I said, trying to be discreet, ain't trying to put my boy business out on the street, but he was definitely one of my close friends. And almost never see him use Snapchat. Almost never see him use it. Didn't even know he had one until I re-downloaded it and seen his name pop up. And I said, oh, my dog. Definitely going to give him views. Like, to me, clicking through stories helps people with, like, their insights and their interactions in my head. Because, of course, I work in social media. That's what I think. So, I'm going to view your story. Like, I might just click through it and not look. But I'm going to view your story. Unless something catches my attention, like I said earlier, right? So, I see my boy and I said, you know what? I'm going to click. I'm going to give him a view. Let's check it out. So, I click on it. And the initial, it's video. So this is a video and it's just like a face shot, right? Like a very close up face. You just see like his face and like the bottom of his neck type thing, right? And he's like making these weird faces in the camera. Like like sticking his tongue out, moving his tongue around. Like just being like a weird goofball. But this particular friend is a weird goofball. So I'm like, yo, what in the world is he doing? Like this is strange. Like why would you post this, right? So I, I start clicking through. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I got to admit, this made me not want Snapchat anymore. I'm almost positive no kids are out of character podcast, but let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is where it gets graphic. I start clicking through the Snapchat story. It's hard to even talk about. It's hard because this was a scarred moment for me, let me tell you. And it's my friend. The camera, he's standing in what I'm assuming is in front of like a bathroom mirror, right? And the camera, the phone, is sitting like up against the sink is what I'm imagining. So it's like a low angle. So I'm seeing like thigh up type thing, right? Thigh up. And it's my homeboy. It's the homie. And he butt ass naked. Butt ass naked. Not only is he butt ass naked, he is... What I'm assuming, recording a video for a young lady. Without me being too graphic, my homeboy is sending a sext is what I'm imagining. 
So my guy is looking like dead eye, like in the camera, like eyes locked in the camera. Now, I don't have the audio on at this point. And thank goodness I didn't because I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what was being said. All I know is I am seeing dick, ball, shaft, lower abdomen. I'm seeing everything from my homeboy. Everything. Now, you can imagine my surprise when I see this. And I panic immediately. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I think I dropped my phone and everything. I just wasn't ready for it. And never, never, ladies and gentlemen, never do you want to look into the windows of your soul, your homeboy, while he's about to have his vinegar strokes. What are vinegar strokes, ladies and gentlemen? Vinegar strokes is that look on your face right before the moment of climax, right? Everybody has a look right before that moment of climax, right? You're with your partner. And you've seen it before with your partner, right? Y'all making love. Y'all getting into it. And then she or he is about to have that moment. And then they make a face let me tell you you never want to see your homeboy make that face you never want to see your homeboy make that face and ladies and gentlemen i had to see my homeboy make that face so i dropped my phone i panicked immediately but once i got over the panic i immediately was like oh my gosh my friend he doesn't know that this is on his snapchat story there's no way my homeboy knows this right he would never go out like this he he ain't crazy but he ain't that crazy you know these are all the things i'm going on my head so i start to call my homeboy and the phone's not ringing. Like, it's not ringing at all. And, like, I don't know what he got going. He could be at work. He could be on a date. He could be doing anything. But I'm like, yo, I have to call my homeboy because he has to take this down. Anybody could see it, and it'd be a huge problem for him. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm trying to save him. Still call my homeboy. Still call my homeboy. He's not answering. So then I start calling other friends of said homeboy. Like, all of us is friends, right? And I'm like, yo, maybe if he sees all of us calling, he'll know it's serious and get to it so i call stice call the homeboy stice up real quick stice ding, 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 ding. call stice y'all met stice through the out of character podcast he's made a majority of the artwork that's behind me right now shout out to stice Cole. and so i call stice stice phone ain't ringing so i'm like man i can't get a hold of nobody call up meeks y'all all know meeks meeks on the street call up meeks ding, ding, ding. meeks ain't answer i call meeks again meeks know i don't ever call back to back like unless it's serious so when i call back to back me answer hey yo what's up i tell meeks hey bro listen now, mind you, at this very moment, I could have made the decision to just tell my friend what I saw on Snapchat and explain it to him that way. But I didn't want to be the only homeboy that had to see his other homeboy in this light. So I told him, hey, bro, just go to Snapchat. Just go to Snapchat and click on homie's page. Just click on it. Now, maybe that's childish of me. Probably is childish of me. But like I said, I didn't want to be the only person that had to experience this. It was aggressive. Okay, I'm going to say it. It was aggressive. And I didn't want to be the only person that really knew what that felt like to have to see that. So, my homeboy, I'm on the phone with him. He goes and clicks. And he's like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's not like he dropped his phone his damn self. And he's like, yo, what is going on? I'm like, listen, I don't know. But we got to blow his phone up. We got to figure out what's going on. Because somebody from work can see this. You, We have no idea. We have no idea if his girl will see this. And he wasn't sending this to his girl. It could have been a side chick situation. We have no idea what's going on. But all I know is he has to take this down. So we're calling and calling, and then finally, what it feels like forever. It probably was like 15 minutes, but what feels like forever. And 15 minutes in social media is an eternity. It's an eternity to have something on your story. Hundreds of people could have seen it at that point. So he finally answered the phone. You could hear he was asleep. He was knocked out. Probably had his phone on Do Not Disturb. He said, hey, man, what's going on? And I said, hey, go delete your Snapchat story. That video you were sending shorty. And before I could even finish, click. All I hear is, oh my gosh, click. Maybe 10 minutes later, my homeboy calls me and it's just like, hey man, listen, thank you so much, man. I had no idea. I meant to send that to my girl. You know, we kind of doing long distance right now. And you know what I'm saying? We, we just trying to keep it spicy. 
and me. And so at this point, me and Meeks are on joint call with him because we just had to experience all this together, like I said. And we are cracking up. We're dying laughing. Because as many times as we've heard of like news leaking and things like that, we never thought especially this particular homeboy, would be out here doing nasty business like that, right? It was, and like I said, we wasn't judging him either, you know? It was just a funny moment and a moment where we all had to realize how dangerous it is playing on social media, how much social media is not secret, how many things on social media are not kept secret because it's just his own devices, right? He posted this himself on his accident, right? Imagine what somebody can do if they have photos of you, videos of you. So the minute I heard about my family member selling pics of her toes, I immediately thought of this because it all happened within the same week. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. They're giving it up wild on Snapchat. My friends and family are giving it up crazy on Snapchat. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Thank goodness they are because I am able to share it with y'all, my out-of-character family, these amazing stories. Now, of course, we did have questions for my guy. Like I said, we weren't judging, but we did have questions. My only real question was, brother, we all got cell phones. Why not just text it to her, FaceTime her? Why go to Snapchat to send off your nasty video? It's your girl, right? So you don't necessarily need it to, like, disappear. She can see that. She's probably seen it before if you're sending the videos. Why did you have to send it on Snapchat? And my boy gets quiet. And he says, B, listen, I have an Android phone. And sometimes when you take videos on Android phone and text them, they come out blurry. And I ain't want my dick to be pixelated. Now, that wasn't the realest thing I ever heard in my life. Let me tell y'all, because you know what? I knew it. Like, you know, all your, all your friends that got, you know, Androids and Pixels and the little flip Samsung thing that swear they phones just as good as the iPhone. That right there, that story right there alone would have never happened to an iPhone user because I'm going to send a dick pic through our message. That shit going to come out clear. It's going to come out crispy and it's going to be in 4K. So if there wasn't a million reasons not to ever have an Android and to get yourself an iPhone, that is the reason right there. You can't even send a crispy dick pic. You can't even send her the hammer without it looking blurry if you're using a Samsung or an Android. That is asinine. That is insane. And honestly, I hope my friend rethinks a lot of decisions he made. I hope he understands to go get an iPhone. I hope he's already gotten an iPhone. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's just not worth it. It is just not worth it. And he's clearly a sexual deviant, so he's going to continue to send videos and nasty pics. And what if he makes the mistake again? Get an iPhone, friend. If you're listening, get an iPhone, brother. Get an iPhone. It's tacky. It's ugly. Nobody wants to text anybody with the green bubble. Your girl probably judging you for it. I guarantee you the first thing she thought about when y'all started texting, when y'all met, she was like, ugh, the green bubble. Nobody wants the green bubble. And nobody wants... They nasty videos on their Snapchat story for their homeboys to see. So see, it's a, it's a lesson for everybody, ladies and gentlemen. It's a lesson for everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 40. Episode 40 of the greatest podcast in the world. Your favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. Your mama's favorite podcast. The Out of Character Podcast, episode 40. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you for being here. Like, follow, subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're a return listener, welcome back, family. Thank you for being here. It's been a fun show. 
We have talked a lot of goofiness. We have talked a lot of craziness. But ladies and gentlemen, before I let you go, I have to remind you, it's getting cold outside. Fellas, cuffing season is upon us. And let me tell you, these young ladies, they get cold. And when they get cold, they get a little hungry. So keep your money and your funds in your pockets. Keep your hoodies in your closets. And keep your head on a swivel, fellas, because these ladies is out here looking for a warm home and a warm place to lay their heads. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this is episode 40 of the greatest podcast in the world. I am your host, Brian Cobra. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC, too, if you listen. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. And as always, to end the show, God bless.